0: Comic Book Characters is an uncensored podcast. You can follow
1: the Comic Book Characters podcast on Twitter at Twitter handle characters. Again, that's at cb characters, or on Facebook at Facebook.com forward slash Neil before pod. You can also email us at CBCharacters at gmail.com.
0: Hey, it's your Philly Neighborhood podcaster Alfred here, and I'm just gonna get right to it. Ig and I are covering a lot of stuff this week. Let's do some name drops. Stan Lee, Daredevil, Punisher, Ant-Man, Black Panther, Spider Woman, Vision, the Green Lantern Corps, Justice League Dark, Suicide Squad, Psylocke and the X-Men, The Legend of Conan, and of course the Denny's Slamtastic 4 Menu 2K15 Watch. All that and more. Let's do it. Hey, everyone out there in the CBC universe. This is your friendly neighborhood podcaster, Alfred. And as always, I've got my co-host, the illustrious, um, the Illuminatic, What? whoa ignacio <laughs> my man how you doing over there in bean town I'm, I'm doing great man
1: uh thank you for that uh yeah i think i need a i need a better nickname i yeah how do i still not have a good nickname on the show because your name's
0: ignacio
1: are you saying it's so good it doesn't need you can't improve yeah, on it yeah yeah that, that's yeah, what i'm saying i guess that's probably totally true. what i'm saying um, how's it going, dude? how's How's the week treated you? Uh, week has been full of news, my friend. Um, actually, yeah. Um, I think this week we may really. I mean, yes, we we like to say that we're the the show that has the most takes. We're about to prove that. And uh th- this this might this might break a record. I get your calculator. Come on, out. Guinness Start. Book of yeah. World
0: Podcast Records. You're on note. You're on notice.
1: This is the hot take episode, Okay. and um, it's about to get hot in her. You know... I'm sorry. No, I, that no. is such a terrible... No, even, it's, it's like okay, an old
0: because it might actually give us a little bit of insight on the first take we have this week. Stan- okay. Stanley was hospitalized just a, a couple of days ago, but the thing is... And, and Godspeed out there to uh, Stanley. I mean, how
1: old is Stanley anyway?
0: Uh, he's 90... 80s? No, oh, 90, 90s. 93? 92? 93? Here's the thing He doesn't look that bad. No, he, looks, he doesn't he look looks like great. an 80 I mean, he's living the life. That's why. I mean, when you have the adoring love of millions of people around the world, I'm sure that just gives you life. Like, you know. But anyway. Uh, Except maybe like Jack
1: Kirby's family. Okay. Oh. Uh, uh, just kidding. Harsh, I don't
0: know. Dude. Anyway, we don't know. Well, it hasn't been reported yet as the why Stanley was hospitalized. Uh, the only thing I've read in a couple of places is, is that he was supposedly not feeling well. And of course, I mean, why else would you call, you know, for an ambulance? But um,
1: also, like, isn't being in your 90s just not feeling well? Like, <laughs> isn't <true>. that? <laughs> it's true. You could just Doesn't that just you like could just always be at the life? hospital.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Uh, well, true believer, I, uh, it hurts when I move. Well, Stan, you're 93, so <laughs> that's just the thing. We can't do anything about that. Um, but here's the great thing, you know, because I, I, I mean, you know, I when I found this out, I panicked. <laughs> I was like, no, no more bad news. No yeah, more. you're already in,
1: in a dark place. I was already in a dark, I place, in a, a I dark had, place. I had just broke some news to you about a, another – real life uh, tragedy that happened, which we won't go into, but uh, not anyone that we know, just an actor. but um, Beloved actor. Beloved actor, <laughs> um, which you just hadn't known about. It's not like it's like breaking news. It happened a while I ago. Know. So you were a little fragile at I this was point, fragile. And you are yeah. like, I, I can't lose Stan, too. I could, and, uh, could not handle it.
0: Uh, but the great news was that just literally the very next day uh, for the red carpet premiere on Ant-Man, he was there. He showed up. I mean, well, I think honestly, Stanley is powered by comic books. He's like that is his fuel, and that do is Do you think? Oh, well, also,
1: hope. he's. I mean, he's like crazy rich, right? This is true. Well, I don't know. Is he? Because no, he is. He he actually went to Boston not too long ago to like promote Gillette. Yeah, because like, he does. He really he need loves to do that? money. Okay, So he'll so just, he just do anything. Keep... I mean. Well, I guess my question is, he's got a lot of money. He loves comic books. He loves, you know, fantastical things. Do you think he's maybe invested in the last few years in a Stan Lee bot that just looks exactly like him? Oh, like a life model decoy? Right, yeah, life model decoy. Or just paid someone to dress like him. Oh,
0: man. Like, that might not be him. That is totally true. Didn't think about that. And, I mean... You know he's from the world of comic books, so a that's, lot, yeah, that's lots of I mean. lots of crazy things happen there. And I, you know what? Honestly, that's a good point, man. Uh, we may <laughs> have been. I was really just joking. No, I know. <laughs> no, I know. But but who knows? Who knows what evil machinations Stanley and his lab of mad scientists could be up to? He, yeah, anything. he he's he is a perfect mad scientist.
1: Now, is he confirmed uh, doing a cameo in Ant Man? Because I had read that this was going to break the streak. Oh, really? Do we know if
0: that's true or not? I don't. I don't know. I actually hadn't heard that. So, um, maybe. I mean, he was there on the red carpet, there.
1: but maybe it's not this one. Maybe it's maybe it's Civil War where he I might not show up. I, I don't know. I mean, but I did read nothing. that that the streak may may be broken. Hmm. But we'll see.
0: Um, yeah dude, uh, he still made it so that's good to yeah, know so that Yeah, it's Stan good. It Lee seems still... like he's in good. I mean, I don't know. I wouldn't say good health necessarily, but at least he was healthy enough to make that appearance. So, uh, you know, best wishes to Stan Lee. Um, you know, hope 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 you get better, man. We need you. So, <laughs> um, you know, if you didn't want Stan Lee to live. Just Oh jeez. Um, Here comes another terrible. Whatever Whatever terrible. Maybe the head of DC Comics. uh, You know, whoever, for whatever reason, would not want Stanley in this world. There's only one man for the job. God damn it, dude. And do you know where you're going to find that man? Ignacio? (laughs) Do you know where he is located? uh, Yes. Do you want to take a guess? Could it be Hell's Kitchen? No. Could it be. Yeah. The city? Yeah, in the city. But I'm looking for somewhere even more specific than that. Oh, Netflix. And on my Netflix queue? (laughs) No. (laughs) Okay. Well, what I was going for is he can be found... In the obituaries.
1: Oh my God! God damn it! Okay,
0: <laughs> no one knows what the hell yeah, we're talking about. So
1: uh, it's time to talk about Punisher. And yes, that was from the Punisher movie with Thomas Jane.
0: Is that correct? The guy, uh, Thomas Jane, in the Punisher, right? Um, with Rebecca. Romain. Which one of
1: my favorite lines in all of comic book history? Uh, when he his, his 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 goodbye. When he's like, you know, you're gonna hear about me. Just read the papers. And where? where chick, I think it's like Rebecca Romain. Yeah, Rebecca she, she goes, Where? Where Punisher? No, no. The question was even better than that. It was what section? Oh, what
0: section? <laughs> That's right. She was so specific. What a leading question. <laughs> and
1: then he goes obituaries. obituaries. Yeah. Anyway, uh, dude. Yeah, uh, Punisher. Uh, we already know that Punisher is going to be involved in Daredevil season two. Um, season dos. This week, or maybe maybe late last week, um, get a little more information about. Uh, I guess the way that they're going to be framing this, this season, that it's going to be basically, or is, it's known right now as Daredevil versus Punisher yeah. being kind of the focus of the season, which sounds really cool. That sounds amazing. Um, so, I'm yeah, I'm super excited about that. Um, I think it's the right way to go. Punisher is like a big enough character that he can... Carry a you know, whole season. You can, you can carry the whole season with those two guys. I'm sure Fisk will be involved somehow, and you can still have that kind of B storyline of him in jail still kind of, you know, uh pulling the strings and doing doing some bullshit. Um who knows, maybe the Punisher may be even involved with Fisk at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um a lot a lot of ways they can go with that. But um yeah, I'm super excited. It's funny, like I've mentioned this on the show before, but when the first season came out I, I took my time with it. When this next <laughs> one comes out I, I might just marathon it. I might just turn into that, those dudes that guy. who are marathoning season Yeah, I'm gonna turn into that guy.
0: Uh, that's okay. Just like uh, a bunch of friends. I don't have any friends. The CBC so universe will still love you, regardless. In okay. fact, they'll love you more, I imagine. Uh, my favorite thing about this news, uh, about how Daredevil Season 2 is going to be primarily focused on Punisher, is that uh, in the comic book, in the Daredevil comic book, the, the main Punisher storylines were all the Frank Miller stuff. And Frank Miller's run on Daredevil is legendary. It's considered one of the best comic writer runs on any character and uh so uh, there's also some electra stuff in there and i i just think it's gonna play out pretty well um
1: yeah i'm excited for it um going back to ant-man because mm-hmm. we were talking about that a little bit at the beginning um one of the big you know uh, i guess big news i don't know if it was well does it qualify as news i'm not sure but um basically this, the first reviews started coming out about the Ant Man. But movie. with Ant Man, is any news big or
0: would it be tiny? Oh, wow. Okay.
1: Yeah. Okay. There's gonna be a lot of that. Uh, a lot of puns. Uh, that's not really a lot of but,
0: punishers um, <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> This show is like going off the rails. <laughs> um, no, dude. Uh, the first reviews came in and they were pretty positive. But um, what most people are talking about, uh, the ones that have seen it, are the not one, but two post-credit sequences. Those sequences, um, uh, which my I, you know, we we both have tried to stay away from spoilers, so don't worry, we're not going to spoil anything because we can't, we don't know what the hell they are. But um, you know, I have read like some kind of, uh, I guess, kind of joke uh, predictions of what they right. are. My favorite was some guy uh, said that um, that he predicted that it would be Thanos getting into Thanos' copter and going. Fuck it. I'll fly it myself. <laughs> <laughs> That's,
0: I love the Thanos copter. Uh, um, the but,
1: so you know, I, you know, I guess we all would, uh, we all kind of have our ideas of what might, of what yeah, might be actually, the credits credit sequences. Know, yeah,
0: why don't you expand a little? Like, why, why didn't you give me one or two takes as to what you think those two sequences are? Like, well, what, what I mean, it's
1: think? not, not really going out on a limb here saying that it's probably going to be something to do with Civil War. Okay. I mean, we know Ant-Man's going to be involved in that. And that's kind of the next big Marvel project. Um, so, you know, I would imagine it'd be something to do with that. I mean, Civil War is kind of a complicated storyline. To it's not that complicated, but it's not something you can necessarily introduce in a set it up. credit sequence. Yeah. Uh, uh, so, more than likely, I, I would assume, just because Marvel has a history of doing this, it would be. Uh, I'm assuming it's maybe the introduction of a new character. Uh, The guy that kind of comes to my mind would be Black Panther uh, because we know he's going to be in Civil War. We're going to get to him a little bit later in the cast, and it looks like because it looks like he's going to have a bigger role in that movie than some people thought. Um, So that's my that's one of my guesses. The other one, um, my my original thought was that if you're going to have two of them, one of them is going to be a joke, kind of a a silly gag, especially because it seems like that's very much the the mood of this movie, it's going to be pretty funny. And, um, you know, we heard this week, um, who was it? Um, uh, the guy, the gardens of the galaxy director, James um, Gunn, James Gunn talking about, um, how much he liked the movie and you know how it's, it's really playful and fun. Uh, but we keep hearing that these two post credit sequences are like really pretty impactful. And someone, I think even used the word groundbreaking. Um, or was it groundbreaking? No, it was like game changing. That's what it was. Um, so I don't know. It's, the other one, I, I'm kind of stumped. Like I don't know what it could be. If it's not about civil war, I wonder what 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 it could possibly be. Could it be maybe a tease of um, the next Ant Man movie if we have one? And if so,
0: what would that be? I'm not really sure. Do you have any ideas? Uh, so my thoughts are that the one of the the sequences is going to be. You Because know, in the comic, Ant-Man also becomes Giant-Man, right? Oh, right, yeah. And literally becomes this giant, tall-as-a-skyscraper person. I think that's where we'll see. I think we'll see Ant-Man. Oh, that's a good guess, giant yeah. Man. The other thing, you said that we're talking about silly stuff. One of the most iconic uh, Marvel images that, that comes to mind, especially when it comes to Ant-Man, is there's an issue of Avengers where Hawkeye is like looking at the you know like looking at the reader on the cover uh straight ahead and he's got like an arrow and ant-man's on the arrow like he's like straddling the arrow ready to go and that's like a very popular image i don't know i i suspect maybe there might be a jeremy renner cameo and we might see a little uh ant-man hawkeye Re wow. you know introduction? I I don't know. I have nothing to go you know based that off of, but I don't know just because people be.
1: are really asking for more Hawkeye. That's what I keep hearing. Definitely on the street,
0: on the words you on know. the street.
1: Yeah, I like what Marvel's doing, but um, gonna be honest, I need more Hawkeye.
0: Hey guys, uh, I like that Avengers Age of Ultron, but um, uh, I need I need more Hawkeye. He almost killed him. I don't like that. Don't. <laughs> Don't kill him.
1: What is this? Ca- wow! What is this character you're doing? I don't know. Man- How do you describe that person? guy on the street, man? Does he have a shirt? No. Is he wearing a shirt? No. He's shirtless. He's shirtless. Um,
0: jorts, <clears throat> jorts, and short, shirtless.
1: <laughs> I'm really excited about Ant Man. Um, yeah. just because it's like I kind of an un- unknown I, for me. You know, it's and- so
0: funny. Like uh, with Ant Man, if you could like chart it out, my initial anticipation for ant-man was super high because of edgar wright and then edgar wright left and it went to like almost zero right. but then from that point to now it is just like it's a it's a really good incline and i'm really excited i know you got your uh, are you back are you back at the level where you were
1: initially is that what you're not saying
0: not quite not quite but oh. not far off either and i was super psyched for edgar wright ant-man so um, yeah,
1: I'm I'm excited. Like like I said, one of the things that I I don't know if I'm gonna buy is like Paul Rudd being a convict. Yeah, but it is the but then again, this is annoying. a movie where he shrinks the size of an ant. So if that's like you know, it seems kind of silly to for that to be the thing that I find the most unbelievable. Um, uh, but you know, just just something that that I think could bug me, just because could bug you. Oh, <laughs> I didn't even mean to do that. I didn't even mean to do that. Yeah, um, I'm gonna go see this movie with my with my nerd crew um, that we, you know we went to go see Jurassic Park and I got destroyed. Uh, we're probably gonna get together for some drinks beforehand. I'm gonna try and control myself. Try to try to stay um,
0: level a little bit because I want to. Yeah. I want your thoughts on the film. But yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm just kind of thinking like, what are the appropriate snacks for watching Ant Man? Would it be like a raisin, chocolate covered raisins, little maybe? raisins? Yeah, uh, ants on a log. Definitely ants on a log. That seems like a lot of prep work, though.
0: Yeah, maybe just the raisins. I think
1: I'm thinking just doing raisins. It's good. Movie. Um, well, anyway, man, excited for Ant Man and going back to one of the things I just talked about, Black Panther. Um, there was a little bit of news oh, about yeah. him this week, and that's that going into Civil War or in that movie. Um, obviously, we all know it's going to be Tony versus Steve Rogers, Captain America versus Iron Man. One being pro-regulation, one being anti-regulation. Mm-hmm. That's how the comics worked. We don't know exactly how that's gonna work out in the movie world. We know that they're gonna be on opposite sides. We don't like. I don't know if there's actually confirmation that they'll they'll be on the same sides they were in the comics. Um, but this week we found out that from Kevin Faggs, from, from Kevin Fags who likes to break the news, that uh, Black Panther is gonna be almost just as big as those two characters in the storyline uh a a kind of like neutral voice if you will yeah in the middle um this is the first time we're hearing about how big of a role he's going to have it's huge and that's pretty exciting i mean he's a new character that you're bringing into this already established world and he's going to be on the same footing as those two big uh characters um that's that's pretty cool i mean he happens to be uh an african character uh and that's in itself is already going to be cool to see on the big screen um but yeah dude uh i know he's big in the comics so it shouldn't be like a huge surprise but a lot of us didn't know exactly what kind of role yeah no have in i this. mean
0: i think that's really big you know to borrow a wrestling term it's like they're making him right off like it's like you know in wrestling when you have an unknown wrestler but like one of their like kevin owens for instance you know you have a wrestler that people don't know, but you have them go against a main eventer like John Cena. I know this isn't a wrestling like, podcast, but
1: or like when the Undertaker debuted, like he was immediately fighting for the belt. Yeah, you know? and, uh, uh, yeah, no, that's a good way of putting so it. You, you know, it's it's right.
0: it's really cool that Marvel Studios is immediately putting Black Panther to the forefront. My only question is this: with all of the the Marvel, the, you know, whitewashing, especially like within Doctor Strange and whatnot, how how <laughs> what do you think the response would have been? If for Black Panther they actually cast a white actor, but kept them as Black Panther, uh, that I don't, well that would never that would have never happened. Um, I mean, it's
1: kind of in the name, so it's <laughs> you can't really can't really go against that. Um, not that there aren't white Africans. Yeah, there are white Africans. It
0: does exist, but I mean, uh, uh, isn't uh, Steve Nash is a white African? I believe. Uh, Steve? No, is he? Yeah. He's Canadian. No. Wasn't born just Canadian. No, he wasn't born he's a Canadian citizen. Wasn't born yeah. in in uh in Canada though. Charlize Theron? is mm-hmm. a Yeah, think, there you
1: go. Think about that. Um I yeah, that would have been a fucking shit show if they tried to do that. Um No, I mean, <laughs> listen, it's like it's there are certain casting choices that are progressive and certain ones that that kind of go against the grain. That are, not that against that the grain that are just
0: bad ideas bad
1: ideas um,
0: bad idea jeans but um you know speaking of um charlie's throne what about charlie's throne as spider woman
1: god damn it dude
0: you you're se- <laughs> your segues are just the worst are they like the broken down segues like they bit people have used them too much yeah like yeah. they don't really that work that should be like like, that should be the like
1: the the logo like, of the show. Like they topple broken over. broken down. Like they topple
0: way. over when you try to get on.
1: Yep. Yeah. Just beaten and broken down. <laughs> um. Hey. So yeah. Go ahead, man. No, I was just thinking. There. Charlie's Throat yeah.
0: would actually be a legit good Spider Woman if they would ever decided to to bring her into the fold, so to speak. I, I think. Well, we it just so
1: happens there's Spider Woman news.
0: Yeah. Is there? Yeah. What's that? Just just happens
1: to be hmm. that there's news this What's week. that news? Right as you bring it up. Uh, The news is that uh, in the all-new, all-different Marvel. All-new, all-different. More more and more news comes out. uh, And um, this week, actually, we're going to finally get, I guess, the full deets on everything that's coming up. Yeah. Uh, We already know quite a bit. But as far as Spider-Woman, we know that she's going to be either pregnant or a mother or both. I mean, you have to be pregnant. You don't have to be (laughs) pregnant. Right. But, I mean, like, I don't know if she starts
0: off. I, th- I think she starts the off preggers and because okay. i've seen and I, I think you've seen it as well and we'll try to link it up but on the cover of the first issue she is very she's a clearly visible woman and <laughs> she's she's pregnant and it's very <laughs> it's very uh, apparent that she's pregnant and this is a first um do you think it's possible she just had like maybe gone to denny's that she day? went she had the thing burger and uh and the uh visible woman slam and stuff Um, but she's pregnant, right? And so Marvel is, I mean, they really are beyond just like ethnic gender diversity. They're really trying to tell some new stories here. Uh, because I think the tagline is, um, pregnant by day, superhero by night or like mother by day, hero by night. It's something like that. And so I guess what they're going to try to do is tell a story of a new mother slash superhero. And that's, I mean, that's, that's that's really different. I I have no idea what that comic's going to be like, but that's, they're trying something different for sure. Is she going to be like kicking ass while she's pregnant? That seems, yeah, that seems dangerous. That seems weird. Here's the other question. Once she actually has the kid, also who is the parent is a good question. Um, We could, you know, at CBC Universe, if you want to comment and let us know who you think the, I guess, father or just the source of the the other part of the child, because it's comic (laughs) book. Well, it's comic book, so it could not it might not necessarily be just like a male human. It could be anything. That's true. Um, You know, please shout out to who you guys think uh, is the other parental unit or whatever, however you want to put it for spider woman's child uh but here's my question once the child once she has the child i mean is she gonna strap the child into one of those like baby carriers that you put on the front or back of you right like right. as she's swinging around new york city or wherever she's i think be?
1: Uh, i think at that point you just hire a nanny yeah i don't think
0: you really want to bring the kid along
1: that's just me you know what uh, you maybe know, i wouldn't do
0: that maybe this is the reintroduction of jarvis into the Marvel comic universe. What if Jarvis is the Butler Babysitter?
1: Yeah, that seems like a stretch. A
0: I'll tell you baby. what,
1: man. I hope that the dad isn't the thing because
0: that seems like
1: a really painful childbirth. Oh,
0: birth. that's a that's a dry. Talk about a dry hump, right? Oh. <laughs> 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 what?
1: Oh, that got weird Sp- really fast.
0: Spider babies are making the dreams come true. So we'll <laughs> find out.
1: We'll find out. That's interesting, though. I mean, it, it is, hey, they're going with all new, all different. That so really is up- all different. All new. I, I, yeah.
0: Props. Props to Marvel. I had. I mean, this was not on the radar at all. So it, it's cool that they're doing that. You know, another character, and this is a, literally an actual organic transition, uh, yeah,
1: this one this this one feels better already. Okay,
0: so they're actually giving Vision his own comic series, based, I believe, a lot off of the popularity that he gained from Avengers of Age of Ultron. He was by far my favorite character in the film. Uh, happy to see that he's getting his own comic, and but uh, an interesting little tidbit that I read along with uh, the introduction of the comic is that Marvel is is uh, is uh, purposing purpose. What's the word I'm looking for? Purposefully. Purpose. purpose Purposely. Positioning. Positioning. Uh, the character as such. The quote: "A fan favorite in this summer's Avengers: Avengers Age of Ultron, the Vision is getting a new title courtesy of writer Tom King and artist Gabriel Hernandez Walta, featuring a new android wife and kids he's created for himself." So, oh wow, that's really interesting. I mean, you've got a family dynamic there. Um, some more kids, more, more kids, kids, and, in the, and a uh, wife, and games. their androids, and it's like okay. I mean, I don't know what story that's gonna be, but that also sounds very interesting. And is this like the Jetsons? Yeah, it, it does. it kind of sounds like the Jetsons. Uh, his boy android, I don't know. And so, uh, but you know, it's also another thing it speaks to is that we've come a long way from like the year two thousand when. Joe Casada, then editor in chief of Marvel, said, said something to the effect I'm gonna paraphrase it, but he said Marvel superheroes who are or her- superheroes who are married are boring. Yeah. Superheroes that have families are tied down and it limits the stories we can tell. That's what he I mean, that was like the edict of Marvel back in the year two thousand. So the fact that now in twenty fifteen They've completely 180'd off of that. Uh, which I always thought was a stupid edict, by the way. Uh, like, how, like having a family, having kids, having other people you care about within the story, Like I feel like that allows for a much more dynamic and nuanced ability to storytell. But whatever. Um, yeah. it, they've completely, no, they've completely yeah. 180'd on it. And now, uh, you know, we've got family. We've got a robot, like an android with a family like who would have? did you see that coming
1: (laughs) I didn't see any of that coming Yeah, Um, and I didn't know Vision was even going to get his own comic makes sense that they would try to capitalize on his popularity it's a little bit of a cash Um, grab but hopefully it's good I wonder if that's changing at all Um, you know his role in the MCU going forward too Um, I don't know I mean I'm I'm not I guess I don't really know it's hard to quantify and you might maybe you would know this like just how popular he was in that Avengers movie um, but you know, he had some of the best moments, so yeah. not surprised that, uh, you know, people kind of gravitated towards that character. A little the, bit there, of a standout
0: character in the film, I believe. Um,
1: right, right. I'm still kind of confused with like how the all new, all different things going to tie into the movies. Like, it seems like there's just so many moving I think parts it's here. just um,
0: like, I, and again, I feel like they're just going to take it's and bits of things. Like maybe feature right, Coulson yeah. more, yeah, right. feature, you know, um feature vision more like probably feature rocket and Groot more because they're so popular in the movies i don't know that they're necessarily going to take like specific storylines that are in the movies and bring them to the comic book universe i feel like but they're going to make that that hallway wider so that as the movies gain popularity as those characters break out whichever characters those may be It's going to allow them to to feature even more prominently within the comic universe.
1: Yeah, and obviously this is another example of the movies influencing the comics. um, And Rocket uh, Raccoon also being another example because he's going to be the leader of the Guardians in the all-new, all-different Guardians of the Galaxy comics. um, Which also
0: features a female Star-Lord, right?
1: A female Star-Lord. So there you go. I mean, they're they're sticking by the the title, man. It's all new, all different.
0: Um. Yeah. I mean, and it's gonna be a very sink or swim for a bunch of these titles, but, uh, you know, it's it's gonna be different storytelling. Hopefully, people find it. They all find an audience, and uh, and we we have some good stories for it. Um. Yeah. You know, the funny thing about Rocket, real quick, is that anytime I read any comic that has Rocket in it now, like, I, I just hear, um. Bradley, Cooper's, Bradley voice? Cooper's voice. That's all I hear. That's I mean, I literally always read it in his voice now. It's fun. It makes it fun actually.
1: You're you're a big voice acting guy. I, I, I mean, am. do you think Bradley Cooper really really nailed that?
0: I like what he did. I really did. Yeah. I really Oh, did. I
1: thought you'd be I thought you say I thought you come out a lot stronger. Oh no, no, no. Okay, wait,
0: wait, wait. Okay, let's uh, let, let's ask me that question again. Exactly the yeah, way you asked. Yeah. Oh,
1: it. okay, so just kind of a random question. What did you think of um uh Bradley Cooper's portrayal of Rocket Raccoon in in gardens of the galaxy are you asking if i thought it was good um hold on let me try that again um so bradley cooper did the voice acting for rocket raccoon yeah. um did you think it was good oh yeah um,
0: <laughs> that's what we were the <laughs> worst towards? payoff ever that? uh <sighs> come on man it was like uh no, okay it was
1: it wasn't too all right it's not bad Green hours, blue
2: road. Well, wax,
1: so I got you know I gotta apologize to the DC fans out there we we've, we've been doing a lot of marvel lot of but marvel. You know, hey there's a good reason you know ant man's coming out very soon this whole all new, all different Marvel. Marvel is giving us quite a quite a bit of news to talk about. Um, but um, you know, we don't want to leave you. Don't DC worry, we're going to get you on the hanging. backside
0: too with Suicide Squad, BVS. You know, Aquaman. right? Right. Uh, we're we're going to get it's there. It's
1: cyclical, and we'll you know certainly talk more about that stuff as it gets closer. But uh, a couple of you know, a bits of uh, DC news. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked about this either in the last cast or the one before that about Tyrese. Uh, yeah, being in the Green Lantern movie Still uh, Blowing like My that's Mind.
0: Pr- mm-hmm. What's that? Still blowing my mind. Still blowing your mind.
1: Still. Uh and it looks like he um uh more than likely will be in the movie as Jon Stewart. Uh not the host of the Daily Show, but the Green Lantern Jon Stewart. And um Chris Pine is still rumored to be Hal Jordan uh, in the movie as well. Um so yeah, dude, uh, I guess it's just looking more and more likely like that's going to happen. You know, it might be an announcement on Comic-Con uh, coming with those two guys.
0: Yeah. Um, so, like, if they're going to both be in the movie, or whatever movies they're going to be in, do you think they're going to have, like, a buddy cop dynamic? Because <laughs> the Green Lantern yeah. Corps are basically considered space cops within the DC Universe. Like, they're, they they kind of have that functionality and that's a really good question yeah uh i would love to see a training day type <laughs> <laughs> or like a lethal weapon sort of dynamic. that's a really
1: good point yeah i never even thought about that
0: but that maybe that's what they go
1: for that would be kind of cool
0: yeah it'd be something totally different i mean it would be something that really hasn't been conveyed i think that would well. it be all new all different i think it would be all different all new okay right because it's, a little
1: it's twist. DC. That's what DC should go as when they <laughs>
0: rebrand. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be amazing! I would love DC so much for doing that if they did that. Um, yeah. So I mean, it's cool. I, I, you know, I've we. I mean, there's like there's literally nothing so far in terms of traction on a script or a director for Green Lantern, as far as I know. Um, I don't know if they're going to be featured in. Uh, some of the other films i think i read somewhere that chris pine uh, might be in uh bvs but i don't know if that's true or not um right but uh you know it's gonna be cool and if especially if they go with the lethal weapon or training day type route with it i think that would be that would be amazing. That would just be something very different from any of the other superhero films. And, that, you know, if you remember, the head of uh, Warner Brothers DC said, you know, we're not making superhero films. We're making films that happen to have superheroes in them or whatever. And so that would be completely <laughs> along with that edict. Uh, another thing going on in DC, uh, a little bit of sad news, honestly. I, I'm not real happy about this. I'm not happy. Oh. Okay. I'm sorry, man. So, uh, But uh, famed director, uh, Guillermo del Toro, is of Pacific Rim, Pan's Labyrinth, uh, Kronos, I think. and I mean, he's done a lot of stuff. Uh, Hellboy. That's right. Both he, of them or just the first one? Both of them. He is leaving okay. uh, a very, very much in pre-production pro- project, Justice League Dark um no longer attached to that project so that's a that's a blow not quite on the level of edgar wright leaving ant-man for me but it's it's pretty significant uh justice league dark for those who aren't that familiar with it because it's a lot hasn't been kind of thrown out there yet it's essentially a more occultish kind of mystical like you know think dr strange think x-files uh, version or, you know, parts of the DC universe and those characters that kind of revolve around those themes. So you have, like, Constantine and, and some other characters there um, having kind of their own team. And I essentially think it'd be very much like a Buffy meets X-Files meets Hellboy type you know, film. Um, but yeah, unfortunately, uh, Del Toro is, is out. So... I'll... I and I
1: remember reading last week that like um, Hellboy three might actually be happening. Yeah, so. Ron
0: Perlman's really been pushing f- for it, and I'm not sure if that's just because he knows that uh, that uh, Del Toro will direct it, and Del Toro loves Ron Perlman, and so that's you know a job. <laughs> right. <Ron>. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Ron Perlman is Hellboy, so. But. Uh, but I think that would I- be great if
1: his like agent was like. um... Just start a rumor that Hellboy 3 is happening. Yeah. like Just get people talking about that it. That could totally I mean, be a thing, knows? too. In
0: Hollywood, that's, that's totally, totally feasible. I I'm mean, sure
1: it is. I mean, that could be how a lot of movies start. But it got a lot of some... traction,
0: uh, last I heard. And, and uh, Ron Perlman seems to be very enthusiastic about the project. And, you know, I've said this many times before, but I always find it so uplifting when an actor or you know uh is or director or writer is is super enthusiastic about the comic book property that they're working on because it uh i think it helps galvanize the the positive vibes for that film
1: i agree um and a little bit more uh, dc this isn't really dc news no, but DC. it is DC related. also i would um,
0: argue not positive vibes
1: not positive vibes um the actress who's playing Enchantress in the Suicide Squad, Cara Delevingne, who is uh, British. Um she, spoke she out. a bit of British. Oh man, you, we we have to stop doing that. Okay, oh. we are we're never gonna get any British fans oh. if we keep if we just keep mocking their their voices.
0: Watch, go listen um, to a podcast called Near Before Pod." Then.
1: Oh, see. <laughs> that was so bad. Yeah, that was one of the worst things I've ever heard. Yeah. Um, Cara Delevingne and you watch Fox News Enchant- what? I don't
0: no, actually don't. Okay.
1: but I get the I mean the joke jokes landed uh, Carol Delevingne who's playing Enchantress in Suicide Squad um, with some strong statements very strong week, uh, saying that superhero movies are quote unquote totally sexist her quote are quote is there are only three girls in Suicide Squad but in my opinion they have the best roles generally though superhero movies are totally sexist Female superheroes are normally naked or in bikinis. No one would be able to fight like that. Wonder Woman. How the hell does she fight? She would be dead in a minute. Um. So yeah, some pretty strong comments. It's funny that she goes after Wonder Woman. Right.
0: It another DC character who's going another to be DC character. in Batman versus Superman.
1: And exactly, like she could have gone for maybe a Marvel character. Yeah, like um,
0: you know, like Psylocke or. Jing- Though I don't
1: really know where she's getting it when she's talking about we're getting that from, you know, about, like, they're being naked or in bikinis. Because in the movies, that's not really the case.
0: Yeah. You really don't you really Like, don't Scarlet see... Witch is, she just came from Urban Outfitters. Like, she, Yeah, she, right. She's got, like, a little, like, a day dress and a, like, a like a, I don't even know what kind of, like, sweater that she's got there. Right,
1: right. I mean, Black Widow's definitely wearing tight clothes, but she's not naked. She's not in a bikini. Yeah. So, I don't know where that's coming from. I mean, certainly, you could definitely make the argument
0: that in the comics... Definitely in the comics. But that goes both ways, too. Like, guys in comic books are ridiculous. Uh, their physiques are insane. Um, that's
1: true. There's, but also, you do see a, 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 more, not a, a, a larger variety. They're not as sexualized as women. Definitely not as sexualized, but you'll, you also see a larger variety of male bodies, whereas women are usually just, like...
0: Yeah, you just know, wearing stun- these outfits that defy movies. physics. Um. So I,
1: you know, I think she definitely has a point in the in the comic book world. She can, you know, I think she can certainly make the point that they are sexualized, even in the movies. Um, but I don't know if that's something. I mean, I, I I think it's hard to say that that's just something that just comic book movies do. I think that's something that happens in quite a few movies in general, uh, especially big blockbusters. But.
0: Well, you know, sex sells still, last I heard. Anyway,
1: yeah, just wanted to share those. Uh, so she kind of, you know, came out pretty strongly uh, this week against that. Um, makes me wonder if Suicide Squad is going to be a little bit different in that in that regard. Um, you know, we have seen uh, some images of Harley Quinn in that movie, and... She's actually not wearing all that much clothes. So yeah,
0: I was gonna say she's wearing like kind of like those Daisy Duke shorts, right? In one of yeah. the stills that I saw, so yeah. showing
1: more skin than uh, Black Widow—that's for sure. Yeah,
0: definitely. I mean, I—I I don't know. You know, it's a—at least, I mean, I guess she has an opinion. Uh, I would definitely agree that in the comics, for sure, that that's a very legitimized opinion. I think in the movies, it doesn't carry as much weight. Um, but she might also be, just be trying to start shit to get publicity for the film. So who knows? Um, you know, uh, you know. Dude, I'm really take, curious, yeah, but I would, I would. I'm just gonna go out on a limb here, and I bet you Olivia Munn would not have those kind of thoughts or statements. Oh Jesus um, Christ!
1: Another one, man. Another broken down segue <laughs> on the side of the road. Uh, that's right, Olivia Munn. Go ahead. Finish your finish your thought. Well, um, Olivia
0: Munn. What made you think of Olivia Munn? Olivia Munn's going to be in Psylocke, uh, or not in Psylocke. She uh, is Psylocke. She's going to be in the new X Men uh, Apocalypse film. Um, they she personally, I think, released on a Vine, on her Vine feed, a video, a short video of her doing some katana work, some sword work, some sword play. And, dude, she looks badass, like, like moving that sword around, like, no yeah, joke. Yeah, She's, she really like, does. like, I mean, it's impressive. And it's funny.
1: I didn't realize this is the first time I saw it, but um, it's her boyfriend, Aaron Rodgers.
0: Discount double check.
1: <laughs> yeah, who you may know as the quarterback of the Green Bay Packers. Or as the, the guy the from National the discount league.
0: double check commercials.
1: Or as the guy from the discount double check commercials, uh, he's just in the background, yep. like waving around just... like a kendo stick or something.
0: Yeah, like a putt, else. Dude, he. T- I mean, uh, you know, Aaron Rodgers. You want to come at me? Let me know. But um... oh, shit, you're going after Aaron <laughs> on the show. Double A, double A versus versus triple A. How about that, Aaron? I got one you more know, it's
1: A. I, I first. I think everyone probably first. You know got to know Olivia Munn when she was on G4.
0: Yeah, um, I forgot about G4. Man, I kind of miss
1: G4. I miss G4 too, and she was on the... Attack of this, the show. Was it G4 TV? No. What was it called? Attack of the show? Attack of the show. I loved uh, Attack of the she show. She was good on it, and you know, she definitely is someone who seems to kind of like this nerd culture, so it's cool to see someone like that um, actually get into a comic book movie. Uh, haven't seen a whole lot of her acting, but what yeah. I have seen, I think... I think she's. I think she could totally pull it off, and she's got the look. She's definitely got the look to pull off. uh, Yeah, she looks like
0: Psylocke. Um, Again, really impressed with the, with the sword skill. Um, You know, so she's probably going to be bringing some pretty badass moves to the film, uh, as Elizabeth Braddock, Psylocke. So that's cool. Hey, another um,
1: badass news of the week. Um, I'm super excited about this one. No, wait, 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 wait. What? No, no, wait. What?
0: I I got it. You know who else is badass with a sword? Ah, <laughs> damn it. You know what? That's actually not
1: bad. Uh, and I should have gone with that. Uh, and that would be Conan. Not Conan O'Brien, but Conan <laughs> the
0: Oh, man. Conan. What if it was Conan O'Brien?
1: The legend of Conan. I mean, some people are going to walk into this movie thinking it's about Conan O'Brien. So I'm sure lost. there will be. There's going to be someone. And there's. I hope that person calls the theater to complain and that somehow audio gets to us. Oh, um, please,
0: please, please let it be at the Alamo Draft House. Please let it be a belligerent person. Please have them record <laughs> it, and so that way we can have the audio.
1: I'm I'm a big fan of Conan the Barbarian, the movie. Oh, yeah. I, I didn't really read the comics. I don't, I'm not a big fan of Conan the Destroyer. I'm not a big fan of, um, what's the one with uh, Brigitte Nielsen, Red Sonia, Red Sonja. Uh, but Conan the Barbarian... The original, not the one that just was came out with uh, Roman Reigns in it. Um, (laughs) The original, uh, I love it. I think that movie is great. I think uh, it it really is like perfect, and it's one of the best uses uses I think of Schwarzenegger. Like they figured out, okay, this guy obviously has an awesome look. He looks the part perfectly, but you know he's he has a hard time speaking English. Yeah, (laughs) it's kind of hard to limited range. So why don't we just make this movie mostly about visuals with like a really strong score and just give them kind of limited lines. Good and good guess point, dude.
0: Totally what? Uh, no, I'm sorry, I didn't mean so many, but good point. The score on that film is outstanding. It's 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 great. It's really and good. It,
1: it really drives the story it drives forward. drives the narrative,
0: yeah. It's really good.
1: It's great. I I actually have the soundtrack on vinyl. Do you? That is <laughs>
0: Yeah. I didn't know that, and that is, that is seriously one of the coolest things I've ever heard you say it's, about uh, yourself. Honestly, I,
1: I, it, listening to that soundtrack, I, 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 just feel, I feel like I could just take on the world. Yeah. I really do. Yeah, um, But anyway, uh, Schwarzenegger this week um, actually was asked about Conan and had some things to say about it, because it looks like we may be getting a, a new Conan uh, movie, Legend of Conan. Uh, here's the quote. I was hoping to do another one, and I was hoping that the idea of Conan having been king for a long time, then just, uh, hope, yeah, uh, then just threw it all away and went into retirement and went off into the mountains, said Schwarzenegger. That whole idea always appealed to me. Then, of course, he gets asked back because of some hideous and unbelievable things that are happening to the kingdom. I really should be reading this as Schwarzenegger, by the yeah. way, I can't do a good Schwarzenegger. So that's when the battle begins again, um... It's an interesting idea. I don't know if I want to see Schwarzenegger necessarily doing battle right now. Yeah. As I mean, I, that could just be bad. Uh, but I like the idea of King Conan, because um, that's you do kind of see that at the end of Conan the Barbarian is him, uh, an older version of him as the king. Yeah. Um, so it would be kind of cool to see that. Uh, but uh, but if he's like the main dude again, and he's like the guy carrying the action scenes. I don't know, man. That doesn't sound like it's going to work all that. Yeah,
0: that's that's a little iffy. I mean, there's one thing if he's going to be Terminator because he's a robot that can't move very quickly. But, (laughs) like, yeah. If he's going to be, you know, shirtless with a broadsword, not (laughs) quite sure how that's going to play out. But, um, yeah, I mean, I'm also a huge fan of the original. Uh, By the way, to all the listeners out there in the CBC universe, do yourselves a favor. Go to, God, I don't even, I guess, Netflix? Do they still rent DVDs? Go to Amazon. Just buy it used. It's like <laughs> a dollar. I'm. It's seriously like a dollar. Get Conan the Barbarian used on DVD or Blu-ray. And it has this commentary track, which is amazing. Oh, it's um, the best. Conan, or Arnold Schwarzenegger and the director, uh, whose name is escaping me at the moment, but he's like a really... Uh, John Milius? John Milius. John yeah. Milius? Yeah. <laughs> uh, very, very famous director. Uh, they are drunk. They're drunk off their asses during the entire commentary track, and they just say the craziest bullshit. Uh, Schwarzenegger says the word exactly, like exactly, <laughs> he says it like a hundred times in the commentary. Oh, it's, it's fantastic. My
1: uh, favorite thing about the commentary <laughs> is that every time they cut to like a new scene, Arnold's like... Oh, I remember this. On this day it was uh, really cold and we were filming in Romania and then John Milius was like, uh, oh, this is Spain. Like yeah. <laughs> uh, nope, this is it was actually warm that day. Like basically Schwarzenegger remembers nothing about making this movie. Or he's just so drunk that he has no idea what yeah, he's talking it's, about.
0: It's so fantastic. Um, yeah, you guys you guys and gals should should take check that out.
1: Highly recommend it. One of the one of the best commentaries I ever heard. We actually had I don't know if you remember this, but when we we were roommates back in college. We had a screening. Oh, I remember With that. the commentary. Yeah. And uh, Bet, it was a One total of the best hit. nights of my life. I think we played a drinking game every time you said it exactly. Yes. So, I think we uh, stopped
0: drinking at one point. We did because.
1: It's, because like,
0: no, we're going to die. We're going to get alcohol. Person, it die.
1: must be like 200 times.
0: It's so many times.
1: It's basically his answer to anything John Milius says.
0: Yes. Yeah. So it's, it's almost it's like it's a nervous stick. Um, yeah. But yeah, legend. So here's the other cool thing about Legend of Conan is that uh, if the movie does well, uh, hopefully it will, and or at least spark interest. They could go back and and make more comic books because there is, there has been a um, I believe a, a Marvel, Marvel comic at one point. Most recently, there was a Dark Horse uh, right. comic. Uh, Dark Horse, an independent comic, co- me, company that was pr- producing the the Conan the Barbarian comics. So again, movies influencing the comic world. Uh, here's an opportunity for more comic stories, more comic characters to get thrown out into the uh, the vast reaches of the pop populace.
1: I agree, dude. Um, exactly. I'm. I'm. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I part of me will kind of wonders like, can they really pull off um, a good Conan movie with Schwarzenegger? But it's a it would be concern. cool to see him reprise that role because honestly, it's one of my favorite yeah. uh, Arnie roles of all time. Um, you know, I don't think most people put it up there with with one of the best, but for me, it's it's one of the best, if not the so, best.
0: So here's a question, Ignacio, if you don't mind answering. Yeah, for yeah, me. yeah, I've yeah, got please. a question for you. A very serious question. Um, in in Conan the Barbarian, uh, there are mm-hmm. many, there yes. are several scenes actually where Conan is uh, both on the rise to power you know starting off as kind of like a slave and then eventually making it to the kingship or whatever you want to call it but there are many scenes where where he's shown eating (laughs) now my question to you is this in Conan the barbarian times right so uncivilized world uh, the food that they had available to them a lot of you know boar and meat or whatever boar is that what they're eating i don't know what are they eating zebras uh, i don't know whatever the hell it is that they're wildebeest wildebeest there you go what do you think is a better option that or the denny's Fantastics, fantastic fantastic slam oh. <laughs> you by the way you
1: not get the name of
0: that <laughs> correct What's it the, is the slam tastic Slamtastic Four. many of it denny's which would and, you prefer
1: um, uh, I'll take the Beast. Yeah. But can I get a side of thing sauce
0: with it? Ooh. Well, I don't think I, I, it, on that uh, yeah. note, I have an update to the <laughs> then- abb- <marble or> <Calulares> <Gundam yazling> Denny's. The Denny's Slam tastic 4 Watch 2015. We have an update. I actually did call them again to find out if those items would be on said menu. And I actually have, believe it or not, audio proof of that conversation. So oh, I'm going to awesome. go ahead and yeah. play that for the CBCU now. Um,
1: obviously, last week you called and they did not have. They had no recollection as to what in the world. So let's see what happens uh, when you call this week.
0: Yep.
2: Yeah, I may help you? Hi, yeah, I was just wondering, uh, I saw an advertisement for, like, a Fantastic Four. Yeah, we got that one. You got it? Yeah. Alright, awesome, and that's 24 hours? Yeah. Okay, cool, do you know, uh, when's the last day y'all are gonna be running that promotion? Our is only running about six to eight weeks, so just, there's gonna be a, a number of weeks, you got a little time. Okay, cool mail, I appreciate yeah. it. Alright, thanks. Take care.
1: Wow, dude. Bombshell. They yeah, have it. They have it.
0: They have uh, it. Also,
1: <laughs> gotta say, I mean, that guy was,
0: was very helpful. DK. And, DK over at Denny's. Super the, uh, nice and friendly, right? Super nice and friendly. And, um, and not only that, but, like, I don't know if you heard, all I said was Fantastic Four, I was like, oh, yeah, man, we got that. Like, he, yeah, he, we got he that. was ready. He was ready. Yeah, I kind of wonder if if
1: he was, like, excited for getting that promotion, like, maybe he's, like, one of the first guys to, to try thing
0: sauce. Maybe he tried the thing sauce. Maybe he had himself a fantastic four-cheese omelet. So that's not the only Slam Slamtastic Four news this
1: week because, no. um, you know, as fans of the show know, we've talked about you potentially trying the Thing Burger. Right. Um, obviously, this is confirmation that it's available in the San Antonio area. Correct. And, uh, you know, the plan was for you to try it. But someone stepped in and kind of saved you, man. Kind of the Superman um, to my lowest lane. A Superman stepped in, said, fuck it. I'm not going to wait for you guys to go try this thing, burger. I'm going to go not only eat it. I'm going to review that shit and I'm going to send it to you guys. And yeah, we got that audio. We got that audio. Do
0: you want to tell the uh, our listeners who this person yeah. is? Yeah, so mad props to loyal listener of comic book characters, Alex Bosquez, above and beyond, uh, went out, trekked over to Denny's, demanded the Slamtastic 4 menu. By the way, the only person that I know of that when he listened to the show,
1: our conversation about the Slamtastic 4 actually made him hungry. Yeah, Right.
0: (laughs) Um, And and, and lo and behold, he he ordered the Thing Burger and some Thing Sauce on the side. We've got his exclusive audio for the CBC Universe, and uh, let's go ahead and play that now. Let's do it.
2: Okay, so after listening to y'all's podcast a couple weeks ago about the Wendy's Slamtastic 4 menu... Uh, I was actually inspired to go ahead and try one of the items uh, the other night. Went out with some friends and we found ourselves at Denny's, and I was like, "Okay, it's time." So uh, the Thing Burger was what I went with. Uh, it's the Thing Burger is pretty much everything that's wrong with America. You know, it's a giant hamburger, cheddar bun, two strips of bacon, cheddar cheese. Uh, it has hash browns and, uh, an egg cooked to, to the way you like it. Um, I have never been big on breakfast burgers before. I eggs and hamburgers never really struck me as something that would be appealing, but, uh, I gotta be honest. Uh, it was all right. Uh, I Denny's if you if you've ever been to Denny's and many of our listeners probably have, uh, you know, they give you the option with any of their ridiculous hamburgers. Uh, you can add an extra patty for a dollar 50. So I figure I'm paying nine bucks already for the burger. Might as well pay the extra dollar fifty and uh, just go the full, the full yards on these things. Uh, it was, it was great. Um, I the thing sauce. I requested some thing sauce. Uh, tried it on the side. The best way to describe it is it's, it's it's no secret it's it's pretty much the same stuff they put on the big mac it's it's basically thousand island dressing uh it does have sort of a kick to it it's not spicy per se but it's a little more flavorful but uh it's not a mayonnaise you know it's not a creamy weird it, it, it's an orange sauce and it's pretty much exactly what you'd expect it to be uh but yeah i recommend it and uh the rest of the items i'll probably try them out in the weeks leading up to the movie uh i would also say uh this burger is probably best enjoyed under the influence of alcohol
1: so anyway hope that helps you guys out bye uh (laughs) all right man a lot to unpack there yes um one one thing i gotta say right off the bat he refers to (laughs) the cbc listeners as our listeners um now this is this is Alex's first moment on the show the first bit of audio he's recorded for us. He's already he's already referring to the CBC universe <laughs> as a, our listeners. I mean just the, the balls on this he's kid. He's a confident are man. He's unbelievable. A, he's a confident
0: man. Well, you know what though? Um, yeah. he's, he's smart too because you know he lays it down there, you know, I think I'm going to try the other items on the weeks leading up to the movie. <laughs> I think angling for maybe a little correspondence.
1: Yeah, little I mean, he's going to start having a segment action. every week on this show. And uh, Alex you Corner.
0: Know, very smart. Very smart, confident man. Very so, smart. Um,
1: uh, also, didn't see it coming that he was going to recommend the Thing Burger. Yeah, uh, okay. He seemed to enjoy it. He got a second patty, which That's is pretty fucking hardcore. I mean, this thing already looks like a goddamn monstrosity. It's a beast. I saw a YouTube video of a guy taste-testing it in his car, which is where most taste-test videos happen. Um, Dame Drops, what's up? Um, Well, well, anyway. Uh, You know, Dame Drops is the guy who does the... uh, Damn, damn, damn. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, He basically just goes to fast food joints and reviews food in in his car. Uh, But I saw this other guy doing it. He couldn't even, like... He could barely pick up that fucking burger. Like, it was so fucking big, he couldn't even... Like, it, it was, like, hot as shit in his hands, so he had to put it down. But it looked enormous. Right. Um, Ale- Alex getting... went,
0: went went the extra yard and got the second, the other patty, the extra patty. The extra patty. It's incredible. Uh, uh,
1: pretty disappointed about uh, Thing Sauce. Sounds like it's just Thousand Island I dressing. I kind of thought that's what um, it
0: might be, and it sounds almost like it's maybe Thousand Island dressing with maybe a little bit of sriracha in it or something to make it just a yeah, little not bit sure. spicy and orange, orangey. Um.
1: So really it's just supposed it's supposed to look like the color of the thing.
0: What I love maybe above all else uh, two things. One he refers to Denny's as Wendy's at the beginning which <laughs> is just I think you know that's just a slip, you know, of the tongue and and anyone could do that. I'm not trying to make fun of him or anything. I just think it was funny that it's Wendy's cuz it also I mean that could be a total burger that would be at Wendy's I guess if they had hash browns. I think they have all the other ingredients. Anyway, but my favorite thing is his 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 uh advice to the listeners out there at the end which is you should enjoy this under the influence of alcohol, which is probably how all of Denny's needs to be enjoyed to actually Yeah, enjoy yeah. It.
1: I feel like this is the kind of food you're going to order when you're not really able to make a solid decision on your own. You know what I mean like you're going to be so, so, something's going to be hampering your your decision making ability or you're just like so incredibly hungry that you'll just eat anything that's in front of you. Um but it's true that you know when you're drunk uh, pretty much anything tastes better so I I happen yeah I I agree with that. I think that's I think that's some good advice. Um have, can we confirm that he was drunk when he tried this or he, he was did, right? I
0: think he said he was. Yeah, so Oh okay. Well, anyway, Alex kudos to you man uh thank you so much for taking the bullet on this one i am unbelievably relieved on my end you have no idea uh and yeah if you want to keep ordering the items off of the slam tastic menu and giving us uh your reviews we will be happy to post them onto the onto the cast and um you know alex actually also has a really uh strong background in the comic book industry uh he worked in a comic book store for several years he's been a lifelong collector uh he's an avid slash rabid fan of the walking dead both the tv show and the comic book so i think we actually should bring him on as a guest at some point to to just kind of delve into all of that uh but here here's his first appearance i guess you can put it that way um but yeah man all i gotta say is thank god i don't have to eat that goddamn burger (laughs) <laughs> so, yeah, thanks, Alex. Man, you really like you really saved uh, saved
1: Al's life there. I really and, appreciate uh, it. Um, you know, hey, that's that's cool that you enjoyed the thing burger. That being, I, I don't know. I mean, that's two thousand calories. That
0: is a monster burger. Yeah, that's probably all he ate that whole day. Like he he'll yeah. do that. So, uh, but you know, the thing is, I did confirm they do have the menu. Alex has obviously been there. So, I actually between now and next week, I will personally go. I'm not going to order the Thing Burger, but yeah, I will there, look at that. I will look at the other the other selections and I'll pick something out and I will personally eat it and then uh, bring that experience to the podcast next week.
1: Nice, yeah. By the end of it, we are going to dissect every menu item from the Slam Tastic Four menu, um, and I don't know why we're doing this, but because we love you, CBCU. But well, we take our job seriously here, mm-hmm. and we provide you content that we know that you need. And content that you won't get anywhere else. Well, on that note, man, I think we covered the weekend in news. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ant-Man's coming up soon. Um, we we'll might have a, a, a short podcast coming your way uh, concentrating on Marvel's new rebrand. The all-new, uh, all-new but all-different. Until then, all-new, all-different. Stan Lee, uh, feel we'll better, man. Catch. Please get That's well. Right. Get well, Stan Lee, and we will catch you guys next week. Everyone stay super. Later.